What is up, guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 269 of Strong the Iron Will Way, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company. Today might be the last one that's called uh, Strong the Iron Will Way. Uh, as many of you guys know, we are uh, been working on a new kind of project called Not Born This Way, uh, emphasizing uh, how many of us... Um, weren't if you if you look at where we are now how we are now on on any level physical mental emotional uh, a lot of us weren't weren't born this way weren't cut out this way we uh, became this way by conscious choice we made a decision to change our body you know kind of overcome maybe our our genetic limitations or our, our genetic predispositions we made a a conscious effort to become different uh, emotionally or as human beings than maybe we started out. Uh, maybe we weren't particularly outgoing or goal-oriented and we um, decided to become that way. Anyway, uh, I think I'm going to morph this podcast into that. I, I will still cover the same stuff I already do. Uh, I'd like to start doing some more guests, tell some more stories of overcoming uh, odds and uh, things that inspire people. Um, so the podcast not going there or just might have a new name next time. But anyway, today what I wanted to talk about was something I'm going to call stepping up to the plate. And what uh, you know that's a that's a baseball reference, meaning uh, it's your time to get up and hit, right? So what I would start the conversation with is the question. Uh, imagine you're on a baseball team. Now we're going to change the the rules of baseball slightly for this example. But imagine we're on a baseball team, and it is bottom of the ninth. So uh, you know you, you probably know this already. But there's nine innings in a baseball game. Okay, bottom of the ninth is your team is the last opportunity to hit. The game is tied. And better yet, better better yet, your team is losing by one. Okay, your team is losing by one. We've got bases loaded, guy in every base. We've got two outs. So, a hit here, a good hit here, will tie the game or win the game for us, right? Um, a strikeout or a, a batting out will lose the game. We'll lose the game. So, we're looking for volunteers to bat. Now, in a normal baseball game, you'd have to go up, whoever's up on deck. But we're going to just make this up on our own rules. So, we're asking, coach says, guys, who wants to get up? Bottom of the ninth, two outs. We're down by one. Bases are loaded. Who wants to bat next? Would you raise your hand to get up? Would you jump up and down at the chance to get up? Would you sheepishly raise your hand a little? Like, I want to look like I'm raising my hand, but I really don't want you to pick me. Would you not raise your hand at all? Or would you kind of not raise your hand and also kind of try to shrink into the bench so that the coach doesn't see you and pick you, right? So a lot, lot of options there. Now, <clears throat> something might have immediately jumped out at you. Something might have, may not have. You may have thought, ooh, I'd like to say this, but in reality, I'd probably do this. Or I think that's probably a popular one. Like, we all want to think we'd be the, the person to jump up and say yes, but we might be like the half-ass hand-raised kind. But there's some there's some got to be some context to that question. So let's let's back up. Let's imagine that you are 
a very, very good hitter and a good athlete and a good baseball player, and you're feeling pretty confident that you could get a good hit. Now, you know, mind you guys, in, in baseball, you know, 300, three, hitting three out of 10 times is a very, very good hitter. Uh, hitting four out of 10 times is like unheard of, right? I haven't watched baseball in a long time, but I'm pretty sure that's still the deal. So even if you're an awesome hitter, let's, let's just say you're batting 400, four out of 10, there's still a pretty good chance you're not gonna get a hit, all right? Um, but you're probably the best hitter on the team. So let's just say you're that guy or girl. Do you step up? Now let's just say you're average player. Do you, do you jump up with that opportunity? And then let's say you kind of stink, right? Do you jump up at that opportunity? So I think it's safe to say if we stink, we're not, we're not going for that. We don't want that spot. If we're average, uh, I think some people might go for it because they might not be great players, but they have confidence and, and they want the opportunity to save the day, be the hero. And then of the really good players, um, the odds are more of the good players would say yes, but depending on the personality of the good player, would they take that opportunity? So just trying to stimulate thought because when you look at achieving success in any capacity there there there's going to be a degree of risk taking now that doesn't always mean you know financial exposure and risk on a massive level you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be like that but in no matter what you do i I'm, i would i would challenge you to find me an example that this doesn't apply to there's going to be risk of striking out, right? If we use that batting example, someone's going to get up and go down swinging, lose the game for the team, feel embarrassed, feel ashamed. Now, he could also crack a nice triple, win the game, go home the hero. He could ground out short, lose the game. So there's, you know, he could he could lose in, in devastating fashion by... Uh, going down three strikes without even swinging, right? Probably the worst way to strike out and lose the game. Or he could rip a line drive to left center and the center fielder grabs it in an amazing catch and they still lose the game, but he had a sure made a valiant effort. He could hit a home run and win the game gloriously and all kinds of options in between. So in, in life, we wanna succeed at something we're gonna have to step up to the plate. And that is the first challenge for most people when it comes to finding and achieving success is the willingness to just step up. The willingness to accept that with this stepping up comes potential for great reward, potential for great failure, okay? We have to become comfortable with the potential to not get the hit, to not make it, to not succeed, and everything that comes with that. Now, much of what we're talking about here is boils down to confidence, okay? So confidence comes in a couple you know, flavors, shall we say, right? One of them, if we go back to the other baseball example, we gotta be confident in what we're gonna do. It, it wouldn't really make sense to step up to the plate if you're a terrible hitter, right? Maybe you're the, the ninth, you know, of, of the lineup, nine batters in the lineup, you're batting ninth because you are a fantastic pitcher. 
or a tremendous fielder, but you just suck at hitting. Well, you probably shouldn't step up to the plate, right? I would, I would not suggest stepping up to the plate when you don't have skills in this area, okay? So in our example of achieving in life, it's logical to not take big risks and big unnecessary chances um, when you're not prepared in the area at all, okay? So you want to um, enter a bodybuilding contest. Well, probably not the best idea if you have not been training and you're not predis you know, you're not in the kind of shape that you would need to be to be a bodybuilder, right? Um, you want to start your own business and you want to start a uh, lawn care company but you have absolutely no experience in having your own business, entrepreneurship, lawn care, or anything of the like, probably not a good idea. So that's one thing. You've got to have some degree of expertise, uh, skill in, in the thing that we're talking about stepping up to the plate too. Number two, we need just a general confidence in taking on challenges and accepting what happens if we lose and I think this is where we need practice um, we have a tendency to play it safe and not be risk takers if, if we're not risk takers by nature so if you're a risk taker by nature and you're confident super self-confident by nature you probably don't even need to hear any of this but for everybody else you know I, I, I was always in in a sports situation if we use the baseball example um, I was quite good at baseball, so I would have eagerly said, jumped at that chance to, to take that spot, right? And, and save the, win the game and be the hero 100%. Um, but I also spent a shit ton of time and hours practicing baseball to be exceptional at baseball and to be in a position to say yes to that. So that's number one, right? That wasn't just like I said yes because I just wanted it real bad and I would I would get it. I would say yes because I was ready because I had trained and prepared for it. Um, but in other areas where I didn't feel as confident, uh, if someone was asking for, hey, can someone can up, get up and speak in front of the class, right? Or did someone on the team want to get up and say something, right? Let's let's stick with baseball, right? Maybe it's like, hey, does somebody want to get up and, you know, give us a pep rally for the team? Get everybody say, I would not do that. Because that did not feel like my strong suit. I was good at playing, but I didn't feel like I had anything to say or knew what to say. And I was embarrassed about uh, standing up and talking in front of people. So uh, if you're that, you know, if you have a hesitancy to do that, part of it is just that you have to have practice in doing some of these things that make you uncomfortable. And I suggest practicing on smaller, relatively insignificant things and get kind of exposure to putting yourself out there, right? So you don't put yourself out there for the first time at a TED Talk, right? If you're uncomfortable talking to people. But you start by speaking up in a meeting or uh, you know, speaking up in front of your family at the table. I mean, it, it literally depends on how uncomfortable or comfortable you are. But you gotta push that comfort zone a little bit but if you do it intelligently and push at just the edge of the zone, you know, it's not that scary, it's not that risky, and there's not that much uh, consequence if you don't do a great job, right? If you're, if you're going to, you know, say the Thanksgiving prayer at your table of five family members, um, not a big deal probably if you flub your words a little bit, right? No big deal. Um, 
probably a better way to get used to talking in front of people than standing up in front of 400 people at your uh, country or your company's annual conference and trying to deliver a keynote. So little steps, okay? Um, you know, I talk about it all the time, but it, it's it's true. It's strength training is such a great way to achieve confidence in this stuff because the nature of strength training is to constantly overcome slightly just by a little bit something you couldn't do last time right we had five pounds of the bar we had another rep to the exercise and little by little you're training your body and your subconscious to overcome to do what was once impossible um, and then also there's times that you'll miss right there's times you're not gonna get the weight you wanted or the reps you wanted and you realize like that's not that bad that's not that big of a deal you know you go up and strike out in baseball once in a while and it sucks and you feel crappy and then everybody goes out for ice cream anyway and it's all fine and in a week nobody even remembers you know so there's a lot of these things that seem traumatic and horrible but uh, in real life you know it the failures happens um you know i can't imagine uh having a business that has to declare bankruptcy but i know it happens and it's not something to be ashamed of it's just the nature of the beast up here now in maine we're uh i don't know where we are in this pandemic shit but we're uh maybe getting ready for a second wave here people talking about businesses getting shut down restaurants getting shut down again uh it's november like 14th i believe today 2020 um but in the first wave of shutdowns uh lots of businesses closed lots of people had businesses for years that completely went out of business forever um through no fault of their own so these things happen uh and a lot of those business owners will get up dust dust off and get back to um, business some of them will do other things and in many situations i know of a few the people are in better situations than before so their business might have closed but now they found a career uh, maybe even working for somebody else, but in a position that suits them better than owning a business. So, you know, a lot of times these failures will turn out to be uh, a blessing in disguise later on down the road. Probably not easy to see during uh, at the time, you know, but I think you probably all know or have experienced being fired or, you know, losing your position or some, you know, un what seems like an unfortunate circumstance. But later on, you're like, whoa, you know what? I'm glad that happened because after that happened, I found this. Um, so my, my point for today, guys, was just to understand that whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, get in shape, uh, achieve something, you know, kind of personal, physical goal, start a company, start a business, do any kind of write, write a book. You, you're going to have to put yourself out there. Um, I mean, imagine you write yourself a little manuscript, right? You've always wanted to write a book. And then you let somebody read it and they're like, honestly, don't love it. Um, you know, if you're a creative type, I mean, I, I create shit all the time and I am still not good at taking criticism. Uh, if I design a new t-shirt or a logo or idea and I present it to people and I'm excited about it and they're not, they don't like it. I have a very hard time with that. I don't, I don't do well with that. I have to get better at it. I'm working at it. But when you're a creative person, uh, you take these things seriously, you take stuff to heart. So that's it. You, but you get used to it is my point is you do get okay with okay nobody liked that or it fell flat um, and you learn how to adapt to that you also learn how to sometimes ignore it because sometimes you are onto something and other people can't see it and you just got to follow your own vision if you see it strongly enough i can think of several projects that i've started that nobody else saw the vision nobody else understood what i was talking about nobody else really got on board and some of them never went anywhere because 
nobody would get on board. Nobody could see what I was trying to do. But many of them did. Uh, and be, but I was the only one that could see it for a long time. So you have to sometimes trust your gut and ride it out. If you feel strongly about something, uh, you can't give up the first time somebody doesn't see it. Because most people um, aren't very visionary, especially with someone else's ideas, right? So this is your idea. Uh, if you're like me, you flush it out a lot in your brain before you even mention it to somebody. So nobody else knows how how deeply you've thought this through, how far along it goes. They just see it at the surface and they, yeah, yes or no. And they you don't even know what they're looking at when they decide if they like it or not, okay? So um, a lot of times you'll see it, they won't. Do not be discouraged. Carry on and push it if it's something that you're feeling. Um, but I would say think about are you the type that would step up? If you're not the type that would step up to the plate, how do you become the type that steps up to the plate? What can you do to test the waters a little bit, to push the envelope a little bit, to make yourself a little bit uncomfortable in a way that's, again, relatively low risk, right? So if this thing doesn't work, it's okay. And that's actually something you need, you know, you need practice in things not going well and things, quote unquote, failing so that you don't lose your shit when something does but like all things uh, it gets easier with time and then you don't you don't let it throw you off you know i've had things that don't work and i get better at shaking them off and moving on to the next one um stay tuned because i want to slide into my next uh podcast going to be called bulletproof how to become bulletproof and what i want to talk about there kind of riding off what we just talked about here is so right now you know there's there's rumblings of I just as I just mentioned things getting shut down again ways are shut down now when our gym was shut down six months ago um, it was pretty bad to be honest it was it was pretty bad there was times where I wasn't sure we were gonna open again we had tons of support but tons of uncertainty um, we were fortunate to be able to weather the storm and get through again but I don't know what's gonna happen if we get shut down completely again I don't know if there's gonna be the financial incentives in place to keep people open like there was the first time around uh without those i don't know that we can stay open right i don't know that we can stand another uh shutdown so i'm mentally preparing for one i'm hopeful that we won't have one but i have to explore the options of what what would we do and start thinking about how to manage it and there's things that you can do to start preparing for these because because you have to make yourself you know we spend a lot of time worrying about all these things that are, that are out of our control, but we don't take the steps to become bulletproof to them, right? So whether it's shutdowns, whether it's illness, whether it's all the things that could go wrong in life, uh, rather than waiting around and being victimized and, and playing the victim role, we have to take a, a aggressive effort towards becoming bulletproof against these circumstances. And these techniques, these methods to become bulletproof require seeing into the future, thinking a year, two years, five years, ten down the, ten years down the road, and a lot of people have trouble doing that. So we're going to talk about that next episode. That'll be number two seventy. Uh, but for now, guys, uh, think about if you are the type that would step up to the plate, and if not, how do you become that type? Because without stepping up to the plate, you will never knock the ball out of the park and save the day. See you guys. Bye.